Countdown to kickoff continues. The Jags and the Houston Texans coming up today at 1 o'clock at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville. And we welcome in pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. The second half is underway, Fred. How are you? JP, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just hoping the guys can get on track, you know, find a way to do something positive, at least for their confidence, if nothing else. So uh, it won't be easy. As we said earlier in the season, um, help isn't coming from anywhere. And that is shown, unless um, uh, Jake Luton, I pronounced his last name right. You did. It's hard to even pronounce it, man. I mean, I don't know the guy. <laughs> I'm not in the building enough. But uh, hopefully um, we, can, we can see what he has. Maybe it's a bright spot. Who knows? Well, you said you don't know him at all. Well, nobody really knows him at all. He's a rookie. Nobody's been around the building. Nobody's been in the locker room in terms of the media to, to really get to know this guy. And then we'll find out on Sunday what he looks like on an NFL game field for the first time. No preseason, no off-season workouts except for the, the training camp periods. A big unknown here. And things can change from positive training camp practices to NFL real lights in a stadium with J.J. Watt and others lined up on the other side. <laughs> Things can change. Like, you know, the first meeting, it, uh, the Texans had four sacks. This meeting, it could double. It could be eight. Um, but I don't want to be the pessimist. You know, I, I want to make sure that um, all things considered, uh, you know, just the offense as a whole, hopefully they can get out there and do some good things for the kid, you know, because it's going to be frightening. You know, you have uh, Merciless over there. You have Watt over there. You know, and you have a Texans team who's one in six. Only win was against the Jags, so I'm pretty sure that confidence is sky high in this matchup. Uh, and they're licking their chops knowing that uh, Minshew isn't out there. So it, it, it's gonna not going to be easy for, for, for Jake. But more, more than that, you know, uh, the defense. You know, the defense has to find a way to step it up to even give him a chance. Even, even with Gardner out there, you, you can't outscore him. You're giving up 30-plus points a game. It's hard for any quarterback in the NFL to uh, get a victory when the defense is giving up so much. Let's continue that defensive conversation now, Fred. You know, they haven't had much of a pass rush. They haven't really had any pass rush this year. Right. Um, they've struggled in moments stopping the run, though that was a big emphasis early in the year. They're banged up a good bit. A lot of young guys are out there playing. And as you said, help's not on the way on the defensive side. What can they do to, to get everything going in the right direction with, with all that happening still? You know, considering, JP, they're, they're giving up over 30 points a game. Uh, team is one and six. You insert a rookie quarterback. You know, you, you just got to try to get creative as a defense coordinator. You know, take some chances. You know, dial up some pressure packages, things that other teams hadn't seen on film. You know, go back and look at what other teams have had success against the, you know, let's say the Texans used them, for example, uh, because the game that they're playing now. Uh, let's, let's see who has success against them. You know, create some opportunities for the guys to make plays. Pressure the quarterback. Do some exotic packages. Dial up some zero blitzes, uh, some man-to-man -man coverages. Challenge your cornerbacks. You know, let those linebackers blitz. Uh, you got Miles Jack back out. You know, you send him, use the team speed that you have, the draft picks, you know, put them on the edge. Just turn them loose, man, and say, you know, like the coach used to do back in the day, uh, rush the passer every play. You know, play the run uh, uh, by way of rushing the passer. Let's just get excited. Let's see what happens. Again, it, it, help isn't coming. Things aren't necessarily uh, going to get any better doing what you've been doing. So you got to try to get creative, get exotic, 
and hopefully you guys will make plays for you. Fred Taylor with us, pride of the Jaguars running back. Back to the offensive side now. How can a veteran player, how can any player, I guess, help out a young quarterback in his first start? Did you ever have something like this in your career where you had, oh, here we go, a rookie coming in to start in his first ever moment in the NFL? Has that ever happened with you? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Um, When Byron Leftwich replaced uh, Mark Brunel, you know, as much as we all fell in love with Byron the person, you know, um, based on the potential, you know, the heroic uh, efforts that he displayed back at Marshall, he's a fighter. You know, he played with tenacity. Uh, he just didn't quite, you know, get it for, for the, the high draft pick in which he was selected. But nevertheless, you know, you look over to the side, here's a guy in Brunel who, you know, old faithful brew, man, he still had a lot in his tank. Uh, but you had a new regime in there. They brought in their draft pick. And obviously, they wanted to see what he was made of, and, and they made the change. Uh, it was a sour feeling and a lot of our, you know, sour taste uh, in a lot of our uh, mouths. It, it could be similar. I mean, who knows? Uh, but Mark was a lot more proven than Gardner Minshew. You know, so for, for me, it was a, a bigger change when that came in, a guy who had played beside Mark for, for five years leading up to that change. So, I mean, but I don't know. You have a lot of young guys in that locker room now. I think the only veteran uh, uh, guy in there, really, um, with the exception of the offensive line, but when you look at the receiver position. um, Chris Conley is about it. Chris Chris Conley is the only vet guy in there. So, these other guys just want the ball. I'm pretty sure they just want the ball, even though they've established some sort of relationship with Gardner. They, they just want the ball. She know he doesn't know any better. Chark is year two. Uh, he's, he just wants to go out there and perform well. So maybe he can post a little bit on Instagram. And Keelan Cole, who's been making some plays, I'm sure he just wants to get, continue to make plays no matter who's throwing him the ball so he can uh, um, get, that, uh, you know, get a bigger contract at some point. So we're, this is all an experiment for everybody. We don't know what the end result's going to be. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, from the optimistic point of view that he goes out there and do well. The same that I would hope for Gardner. But, I mean, who knows? I know Jags Nation, they're hoping that we can get somewhere in that uh, quarterback lottery, in that Trevor Lawrence lottery, if, if that's, you know, still an a option at the end of the year. The follow-up question to this will be about the rest of this year, and we know things have not gone well so far. It's a six-game losing skid currently. It's a lot of injuries. Obviously, the quarterback position is shaken up now due to injury. Uh, the schedule coming up is difficult, too. There's a lot of really right. good, talented football teams on that schedule coming up. If things don't go well and this young football team continues to come to work every day, how do you continue to motivate a young team like the Jaguars to continue to do things the right way, to teach them how to go about business in the NFL? Is that a hard thing to do in the environment this team could be in later in the year? You know, that falls on um, the head man's lap. You know, Coach Marone, you know, he's going to have to continue, you know, I I hate to use this term, but he's going to have to, you know, go down with the ship, go down swinging, or whatever it may be, you know, teach these guys what the NFL is all about. That is getting getting up every day, no matter what it is, going out there, being the best that you can be, you know, displaying some character, uh, maintaining a sense of integrity, even a sense of urgency. And I know it all sounds cliche out on the surface, but uh, for me, even our in our losing years, 
you know, my motivation came from within. It came from loving to compete. You know, not even the money was a byproduct of, of, of me competing in that heart and that passion for the game. So a lot of these young guys should just be wanting to get out there to play. You know, they, they have a, a roster full of young guys who, you know, they want to take advantage of their opportunity. And that's just getting out there to play, no matter the record. At some point, you got to toss that out. I'm pretty sure they're not going to make the playoffs this year unless they run off nine in a row. And that's, I doubt that'll happen. So just get out there, be excited about going to work, excited about being around a teammate, excited about wearing a uniform and competing and, and beating your guy in a one-on-one matchup. Well, the matchup this week for the Jags, the Houston Texans and kickoff coming up at one o'clock. We will talk to you in the post game, Fred. No doubt, man. Looking forward to it, JP. When we return, the final word with head coach Doug Marone before kickoff, Jags-Texans at one o'clock. And this is Countdown to Kickoff on Jaguars Radio.